0: Hey friends, I'm Sarah, your Christian Forgiveness Coach, and you're listening to Forgive Everyone for Everything Every Day right away, where I talk about forgiveness, how to do it, and how to overcome all the things that get in the way of it. I'm not a therapist or a counselor. I'm a highly trained, certified life coach, a Christian, and I'm here to share my experiences and wisdom with you, but also grow and evolve along the way. Everything I share comes from love. Thanks for joining me on this journey I'm so glad you're here. Hey everyone, it's me, Sarah, your Christian Forgiveness Coach, and you are listening to Forgive Everyone for Everything, Every Day, Right Away, episode number 59, Forgiveness and Complaining. So I'll be the first to admit, I complain plenty, (laughs) but let's be honest, complaining While it may feel justified and maybe even kind of good in the heat of the moment, it's really not super fun, right? It's actually kind of a drag. It makes us feel awful, and it's not really fun for those around us. Unless you have a complaining buddy, which I do, but at the end of the day, while it can be useful to vent and get some things off your chest consistent complaining really just leads to more complaining. And then we find ourselves in a negative rut. So for me, my biggest complaint right now, boo hoo, right, is driving my kids around. They're 12, 13 and 16. And my 16 year old doesn't have a license yet. So I do a lot of driving. Back and forth and back and forth. And some days I make half a dozen trips or more from the house to town and back, taking the kids where they need to go. And lately I've been complaining a lot about it. So notice the areas where you're complaining the most. I like to think of them as like caution tape or red flags, per se. They're worth stepping back and taking a look at because I think one of three things is happening when we complain. We are doing something we don't want to do. In other words, people pleasing. We're going against ourselves and we're saying yes to what we really... We're saying yes to something when really what we want to do is say no. And in these areas, I want to give you permission to say no. (laughs) If you don't want to do something and you like your reasons and you stop trying to control other people and how they or may not feel or respond when you say no. Like, this is freedom to say no. I think we're honoring ourselves when we do this. If we're doing it without being jerks, of course, you know, if, if we're respecting ourselves and our own desires and our wishes and our time. Another reason we complain is we've just gotten stressed out and in a negative thinking pattern. So take my example of driving my kids around. When I'm able to step back out of my little like poor me, pity party, whining, tempered tantrum state, I realize that I actually do want to take my kids where they need to go. I want to take them to school. I want to take them to work. I want to take them to the gym. I want to take them to a friend's house, a birthday party, the library, shopping for their birthday. And one day when they all have cars and they don't need me to drive them around anymore, I'll probably be sad, right? But if I keep complaining about this, like when it does go away and I no longer have to drive them anywhere, my brain will find something new to complain about because I've now like programmed it to do so. So now what? Do we want to do that or do we want to stop complaining? How do we stop complaining? And I think it goes back to answering one of those two questions I mentioned earlier. Am I doing something I truly don't want to do? Or am I just thinking negatively about something I actually do want to do? And both are things that we can change and neither is necessarily easy to do. So if you're saying yes to something that you actually want to say no to, sometimes that seems really, really scary. We worry about how the other person might respond, what they might think of us if we say no, and that makes us really uncomfortable. But the lie here is that in saying yes, when we really wanna say no, that that's easier, because it's not. I can honestly say from experience that once you have the courage to say no and you can honor yourself in that way, it actually increases your self-confidence your self love your belief in yourself and when you do it with love saying no actually increases your ability to love and it frees you up to say yes to the things you actually want to do and that right there serves the world so much better doesn't it i know i would rather have someone say no with love than say yes with a bad attitude wouldn't you And when we say no and someone else is disappointed, we just have to learn to be okay with that. They're allowed to be upset and that's okay. We are still allowed to say no. I think the opportunity here is to pay attention to how we respond to someone after we say no, if they're upset. Are we responding to them with love or with defensiveness? Are we being stubborn or are we being open to a loving conversation? Like how would you feel when you decide to say no would be your guide. Like your emotions around it will help you understand if your reasons for saying no are reasons that you like or not. So if we say no, but we feel angry or defensive or righteous or stubborn, it's worth examining our reasons. If we think about saying no and we feel open and loving and relief and at peace with our reasons, then most likely we are in line with ourselves and we are honoring ourselves. So now I think that there are times when we maybe want to say no, but we decide on purpose to say yes for the other person. And this is totally a personal choice and very individual. But what I want to offer here is that when we decide to do this, then we do it with the right attitude. We do it with love. For example, let's say your your friend asks you to help them move. Like, do we want to move furniture and boxes in and out of a U haul? Maybe not. But do we want to help our friend? 100% yes. And if helping our friend means moving boxes and furniture in and out of U hauls, then that's what we do. And that's what the second reason for complaining is all about. Like, taking that step back and recognizing we actually are doing something that we want to do. We just have to sometimes frame it differently in our minds. Do I want to drive all over town? No, not really, but I do want to serve my kids, and if that involves driving, then I can adjust my attitude about it if I want to stop complaining. Paul says something in Philippians chapter 2, verses 14 and 15. He says, do all things without grumbling or disputing, that you may be blameless and innocent, children of God, without blemish, in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation, among whom... You shine as lights in the world, holding fast to the word of life. So at the end of the day, that's what we want to be, right? We want to be lights. We want to feel that light inside of us and we want to shine that light for others. And that brings me to the third reason that we complain. If we're complaining a lot about a certain something or a certain someone, it may be worth taking a look at forgiveness. Are we holding on to something that we need to forgive? And is it coming out as complaining? I think about the last time I vented to my friend and and what I complained about, especially when the complaints are directed at a specific person and something they did or didn't do. That's a great opportunity to forgive. Until next time. Bye. Hello my friends, if you are ready to take the concepts I share and teach to a deeper level in your life and relationships, please join me in my one-on-one coaching program where we will talk about forgiveness and how it applies to whatever is going on in your life. You can schedule a free consult call with me on my website at thechristianforgivenesscoach.com. Let's master the art of forgiveness together.